We can find instant satisfaction in almost anything these days. Sleepy? Instant coffee. Need to sell your car fast? Car sales? Instant offer. That's right. Sell your car the instant way. And get it done with Australia's most trusted site for cars. This is Super South, your Highlanders rugby fix. Thanks to SBS Bank, proud official banking partner of the Highlanders, helping Kiwis with their banking needs for generations. And shop the biggest health and beauty brands in-store or online at the lowest prices every day at Chemist Warehouse. And it's the Highlanders. It's the Highlanders who will go through. The Rebels win, but it's the Highlanders off to the finals. This is Super South on SENZ. Ricardo Ball and Jeff Wilson with you talking Highlanders. The biggest uh, surprise about that piece of commentary, I thought, Jeff, was that the Australian commentator was actually saying Highlanders and not Highlanders. Yeah. Like they normally do. They finally got it right. Yeah, it's taken a while. I'm not sure. I think the right team, the right team on the day probably won. Mm. Uh, and look, the Highlanders will be bitterly disappointed. But by the same token, when you go into a game knowing you need one point, mm. they got one point, that's and that's got. all that matters. And so, what do you do when you're trying to prepare in any competition? You think about what it's going to take to be in the playoffs. Look, they'll accept that winning four games and slipping into a playoff situation is certainly unusual. And you'll probably expect more. But that's the scenario we've got this year. Mm. All the other teams above them, seven or eight wins, you know, uh, had a winning record. Um, but that's not their problem, right? No. That's not our problem. They get on a plane, they'll come to Auckland and take on the Blues, and they literally have nothing to lose. Yeah. Nothing. And, well, and that's the thing. It's interesting you say that because, you know, there were some that would say that we're, we're through round robin now. So everybody starts with a clean slate. So what's gone before doesn't matter. Your season restarts. Yeah, well, it, it, it restarts, but you're all still you're not in control of your own destiny from where you play. No. It's you're, you're away from home. And so yeah. the Highlanders have been here before looking forward to talking to Ben Smith about this in regards to how they went about it in 2015. Can they use the same type of mindset? But if, if you look at their season and you look at the way that they've played, it has been as inconsistent as you can get from mm. week to week. You know, and and with that, it's meant when they were playing against the New Zealand sides, the New Zealand sides were just too good. You know, they only played Moana Pacifica once, and that was, um, you know, that that wasn't easy in itself. They never really they they won a couple on the bounce. You thought they were getting some momentum, and then you know they had a couple of hiccups. Um, look, they were good uh, against the Reds, not so good against the Waratahs. Look, there's just one of those seasons where they're looking at it probably right now and going, okay. How do we manufacture a win against a Blues team which didn't play last weekend because the baby baby Blues went across the Tasman yeah. and uh, and got over and and even that's a great indication of where they're at right yeah. all sorts of confidence um, probably welcome back the Ioani brothers the Blues yep you know they'll come back into the fold um, it's not going to be an easy task so so it's a question of Ricardo uh, where do they get the upper hand. Well, that's the thing. If you look across the team, and I'm going to get you to give give you uh, give us your team. I mean, if you're selecting the team for this weekend, I, I mean, I, where do you go? What do you do? Um, 
and because I mean you, you're very limited in some places like for example 10 it's going to have to be Marty Banks again there's definitely no Sam Gilbert doesn't look like there's any Mitch Hunt so you're limited right yeah you are definitely limited there's there's in fact the only one they could probably welcome into the fold um, is Shannon Frizzell played club rugby at the weekend he's returning from injury um, but all accounts he got through that um, James Lynch has just got a, a, a little wee niggle at the moment Clark Dermody was doing did the media today and sort of gave us a run through of where everybody is at so it looks as though um, you know he, he's going to be in, in doubt but that, that that's probably one area with Harmon Mikaeli Tu'u the form he's in and if Frizzell comes in that's a really nice combination of players you know Frizzell started the season hitting hard carrying strongly great line option uh, Mikaeli Tu'u in the last Probably month has been one of their most creative and dangerous players with ball in hand. And Harmon's been great over the ball, uh, been impactful in a lot of areas, been, been really, really good. So, you know, here's the interesting thing for me is, is they've probably got enough experience in the front row. Makaleo, if he's there, um, Ainsley and De Groot, to know what's expected of them. Mm-hmm. Um, you're going to need a big shift from your locks, uh, Evans and Dixon, I would say. Um, you know, there's not, there are not guys who are sitting and waiting in the wings who, who you can go, well, I can rotate players in here and we've got, I'm pretty much, they've got what they've got, right? Is Max um, Hicks available this week? Because um, he didn't play last week. No, he didn't play last week. I'm not 100% sure on that. I mean, the, the, the big thing is that they're going to rely heavily on some, some look, Marty's, Started the game brilliantly. Yeah. You know, it really, really did. Running the game plan really nicely, and then they lost a little bit of their shape. Um, look, they've got the one-two punch you're looking for when Aaron Smith and Falau Fakatava. Is it going to be close enough when Falau Fakatava comes on to impact the result on the scoreboard? That's going to be, you know. So th- th- they've got some there. Um, but I it doesn't have, look- to, have, to, have to make a confession. Marty Banks isn't as old as I thought he was. Like, I, I was talking to somebody the other day and going, oh, Marty Pank's hamstrings, how are they going to hold up? And then I went and Googled him, and he was like, oh, he's only 32. For some reason, I had in my head he was like 36, 37, but he's not. He's only 32. Yeah, yeah, and look, what he is, is that he is a mature rugby player. Uh, he's just not overly quick. And But what you what they're looking at out of Marty Banks is to do what he's always done well, is be a really, really strong game manager. If he can kick his goals, if he can kick well to territory, um not to hand, if he does those things well, if Aaron Smith's kicking game is strong, then all of a sudden, what what you are relying heavily on though in this is if, if, if it's Rory Van Voot, if it's um, Fatuli Paya, uh, if it's uh, Liam Coombs Fabling, there's no experience there. No. Like these guys are going to have to play to the peak of their ability right now um, in combinations with young Josh Timu and, and have a blinder. Because what they're up against is world class. You know, and playing really, really well. We've had a text through from Amit, uh, who has suggested something that I suggested to you uh, earlier in the season. Uh, I think you said to me that Thomas Umanga Jensen, Aaron Smith, and uh, Fakatava are the best three backs that they've got. And I said, how do you get them all on the pitch at the same time? Well, Amit said, why don't they try something different and start Fakatava at nine and play Aaron Smith at ten? <laughs> <laughs> that now that would be the ultimate. Uh, if you were going to do it, you might do it the other way around, but you're not going to do that. You know it. They're looking for something. Mm, that's not it. That's not it right now. Like that, that would. To be fair, Brownie has tried. You know, is probably prepared to try anything right now. But yeah. but in saying that, you know that 
there have been times in these in this these games this year where they've looked really really good. It's just not been often enough, you yeah. know, against the, the top quality sides. So the great thing is is that there's certainly no weight of expectation. This is just a great opportunity, and for all of these guys, they came here last year and played in the final of the Trans Tasman competition against the Blues and were competitive for a long period of time. You're still going to rely on this Blues team underperforming on the day um, and, and presenting you with an opportunity because they, like, the Blues should win this game. Yep. They they should have no excuses. They can't say, oh, you know, we, Bowden Barrett's already come out. We know what to expect. They should win this game and they should win it comfortably mm. with what they've got in hand. But this is knockout rugby. This is there's a different pressure and expectation on this Blues team. They've grown into it. They look really, really good. You know, um, that's why the Highlanders, like I say, have got have got nothing to lose. Nothing to lose at all. Um, I was a bit surprised Denny Solomona didn't start last week, to be honest. I, I don't know if it's just because he's not quite up to speed just yet because he's only been what, back with the team for maybe just over a month. But uh, interesting one. What's your team? Can you give, give us your, your the 15 you would start? Um, it's Look, I... You know, for me, I look at it and go, you know, um, be a nice send off for Liam Coltman. I'm not sure where he's at right now, mm-hmm. um, but they've obviously clearly looking at it. Look, I, I like what they've got. I think that the team that played last week and showed some signs. If you've got no other options, you've got no other options. Mm. Um, you know, uh, Leonard Brown has done a really good job for them, um, but you're not going to, you know, take De Groot off. Ainsley's, I think, got enough experience. He's played at the higher level. It's just that Shannon Frizzell piece of the puzzle for me. If he's fit and available, start him. Start him. Start Lynch him. off the bench. Lynch is off the bench um, if he's a bit banged up. You know, like I I, I would look at it and, and you know, you, you go through and you go, I've got one week to prepare the group that played together last week to learn from all of the things that they did wrong and where they can get better and go, right, let's just nail that. Because when they looked good, they looked really, really good. They're up against a different beast, but but bottom line, I think that's the best way you can go about it. The only change I would make is Frizzell. You know, you, you've got to welcome back in if you possibly can. You wouldn't put Denny Solomona in the team, former England international, uh, just that experience, extra experience. I don't think he's a winger mm-hmm. necessarily. I think he's more a midfielder, and I think the the combination of Umanga Jensen and Timu's, I think, a little bit better. And and let's be honest. I, I would think, look, uh, Denny's there on a on a short contract. Yeah, these two guys have got to learn sometime. Mm. Why not? Why not give them this opportunity? You know, and Timu was really good until he picked up that injury yeah, uh, earlier on in the season. He's doing some defensive things. I'm sure he'd like to maybe do it a little bit differently, leaving a little seams for the opposition to attack. But yeah, you know, I look at it and you know th- these guys these guys are going to have to you know going to probably have to play their perfect game. You did say. You didn't know where Liam Coltman was at. It'd be a perfect send-off. That suggests you don't think they're going to get out of this game. Well, well no, a, a perfect send-off if he continued to play. Do well, I think they're going to get out of this game? <laughs> hey, mate, I'm hopeful. But mm. look, I'm wrong. You know, I can't sit here heart of hearts and go the Highlanders going to win this game. That, yeah. that would be ridiculous. I know it's Super South, and yeah. I want to keep coming back every week. You <laughs> we, know? we want to have you back every Oh, week. I mean, everyone wants to hear the Highlanders song over and over again on repeat. But, but... Reality is, is that they sh- they're going in as a heavy underdog. Yeah. Um, you know, and they're going to rely heavily on this Blues team not performing up to up to scratch. Uh, TAB has the odds: a dollar ten for the Blues, five twenty-five for the Highlanders. You, you going to take a little piece of that? Yep. Yep. 
The dollar ten. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not going to take the dollar ten. I'm going to take the five twenty-five. I, I don't imagine that going out any further. Like you'd be surprised. I mean, uh, in, a, in a knockout game uh, between two New Zealand sides, to would they have the courage to you know to, to all of a sudden go a dollar five six bucks something like that? Mm. No, I can't see it. You know, I'm thinking you know um, five twenty-five and uh, what's the point start? Fifteen and a half. There's some value there. Yeah. There's some real value there at a dollar eighty seven. You know, if you're getting close to double your money, I think there's you know we're well and truly good enough to keep it within that. Yeah. You know? So maybe that's my covering. You know, cover, 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 covering cover yourself. Bit, covering yeah. bit. But I'll, I'll yeah because bottom line, I'm a Highlander through and through, mm. and uh, you know um, I would never write them off. No one will write them off. Um, but uh, let's be honest. If you're the Blues fans, don't take don't take it for granted. Make sure you get up and turn up and support your team. Yep. Don't you think, know? oh, I'm just going to turn up for the grand final. Yeah. Because you might not get there. Really impressed down at Christchurch, actually. Um, it was a not a dead rubber against the Reds. Really good crowd in Christchurch. You know, it was and, and knowing they're probably going to play the Reds the following week later. Yeah. It was it was cold, but it was great. I, I admire anyone who's turning up at this time of the year at, at zero degrees. Um, they had their puffer jackets on and blankets. But, um, yeah, I, you know, I think... As a Blues fan, you should want to have a three-week run at this, right? You, yep. That's what you're thinking? I'm, I'm celebrating the Blues being back. If you're going to do it properly, do it three weeks. It's like I'm selling tickets for the Blues. It is a bit. You know? It is a bit. I do want the Highlanders fans there in force, you know? I think if the Blues are listening to this, they're going to rename uh, the Eastern stand the Jeff Wilson stand for this, and that'll just become the Highlanders <laughs> end. But well, I, they'll come out and force the Highlanders. Actually, it you should be the Southern stand, really. Southern stand. Exactly what it should be. But yeah. they're going to come out and force I reckon the Highlanders fans, they'll be there in voice. Yep, they will. They will. Uh, another another text that's come through from Brian. Hi, Ricardo. The matchup I'm looking forward to is Umanga Jensen versus RTS. Yeah. If Umanga Jensen dominates RTS like what Dialande did to Harvey, then RTS's AB aspirations, as per JK, should be put to rest. Let him have a season at the MPC uh, before he's reconsidered for the end of year tour. Yep, yeah, Brian. Yeah, Brian. And you've got it's a, it is a great point. It, once again, though, it's a. It's an opportunity for Thomas Dumang and Jensen. Like, yep. that's what it is. Whereas Roger Tuvasa Sheik, he needs to show. Uh, he's got better and better, though. I, I, I think give him some credit. It is. I did a podcast today, a breakdown podcast with uh, Mills Muliaina, and we spoke about the midfield in depth. There is some sort of number of players mm. that you have to consider right now are in the conversation, you know, and Umanga Jensen's one, Quintu Pai is clearly one, David Harvili, Braden Enor, Jack Goodhue. Roger Tuovasa Sheik, Lester Fanganuku, Rico Yuani. Um, Have I named like Alex like, Nankerville? Uh, Nankerville. Um, you know, he's, yeah, it's serious. I mean, are you sitting there? That's a lot of players. They all can't make the team. No, We're exactly. All, you know? Exactly. There's some big decisions to be made. It is, imagine if Anton Leonard Brown was fit. I know. You mean, there's some seriously good players not going to make the All Blacks this year. It is 15 past seven here on Super South on SENZ. When we come back, uh, the man they call Ben from Accounts is going to join us. 7.19 on Super South. Ricardo Ball, Jeff Wilson with you. Uh, We're just waiting to get uh, Ben Smith up. So before Ben comes on, Jeff, uh, get your predictions for the quarterfinals, mate. Um, I mean, I, I, I... I don't know how you feel about uh, picking that uh, that that Blues Highlanders game, but we'll get your predictions for the other games. Well, yeah, yeah, no, but I think what I what I'll do is if I was the great thing what I do about this is mm-hmm. if I was going to put my hard earned on it, you yeah. know, I'm going to multi them up, right? Yeah, I'm not going to go and put the Highlanders in the multi unless you backing them at the point start. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and point start exactly. That's the, that's the multi for me, right? The, the Crusaders will get up over the Reds. I think the Chiefs will beat the Waratahs. Um, 
And I think maybe the Brumbies bubble might have burst. Yeah. Hurricanes weren't very good, but you reintroduced Geordie Barrett into the fold, starting Artie Savia. Um, that's significant for them. Um, I think they're going to get up over the Brumbies, and we're going to look forward to four Kiwi teams yeah. in the semifinals. You know, I had Peter Alatini on last night for Pacific Flair, had uh, Marshy on for In the Red, completely separately got them to pick their four semifinalists, all Kiwi. Yeah, I, I just think... Um, I think I like the way and that one will deal with the pressure that that yes there's been some there have been some results but not when it's in a knockout situation um you know the, the hardest one I see being is the hurricanes getting over the brumbies but the brumbies have looked a little bit fragile in the last couple of weeks you know they weren't very good last week no. you know they were they were you know they, they were beaten by a team that you know had had shown some weaknesses and they weren't able to exploit that you know, so you lo- you lose your momentum, um, and you know the the Hurricanes are a bit the same. You know, the Highlanders obviously clearly had lost theirs. Um, you know, but this is a different, and there's a difference when you guaranteed a spot as well. You know, not too much could change. A little bit did change in the end. Yeah. But I'm interested to see how this plays out. You know, but that's to me. I'm, you know, it'll be a massive semi final weekend. Not great for Australian rugby, but. I'm not giving. I'm not without giving them a hope, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, the thing is, I look. I've enjoyed the competition this year more than I have in a while. I think, and and I think some of that is you're seeing the the sprouting of of a new generation of Aussie rugby players coming through. You're seeing an opportunity for Dave <clears throat> Rennie to be able to, you know, uh, revitalise the Wallabies with some fresh talent. And they've got like they've got plenty of options at ten. Plenty of young tens coming through. Um, they've got James O'Connor there. He probably doesn't need to bring Quade Cooper back. Yeah, you know, uh, Lord seems to have improved again. I think um, off last year. You've got Ed Med. You've got Donaldson. You know, you've got yeah. these guys coming. They've got. Plenty of halfbacks to choose from. Plenty. Um, so yeah, I think I think you know they, they could do with some more tight forwards. But I think, in generally speaking, across the board, they're looking pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Look, they have taken big steps forward. You know, and I said uh, the other night on the show as well. Um, the 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 competition itself, it, to me, it look it looks as though it has set up beautifully for the future. Mm. We've established something. Even in a COVID-affected year, we've managed to get some momentum through it. Next year will be a more typical draw, right? It'll be a, a more typical scenario where, you know, you'll be playing the Australian teams through the course of the season. So a team like the Highlanders may be able to get a little bit more, more momentum if there are different challenges week to week. Managing the players might be a little bit different. So all of those sorts of things means that, you know, and you'll be playing in... Uh, in um, uh, Fiji, you'll yep. be dealing with that. Um, you know, I think there's, I think there's some, uh, I think there's some real value in, in where we've got to right now. It's just a matter of building on it. Yeah, which is, um, yeah, which is good to see. I mean, that's what we want from the competition because, you know, if we're going to lose South Africa, which it looks like we're probably going to in long term, um, we need Australian rugby to be strong. So yeah, absolutely, and uh, and I think that's really critical. You know, I think it's critical in terms of the the. What we want out of this competition, what we want in terms of the um, uh, Wallabies, uh, you know, if this is going to get stronger and, and get better, um, you know, I, I do hope that Moana Pacifica do take or get the opportunity to take a couple of their games away. So that would be that would be the only thing for me that um, you know I think's you know critical that we we continue to develop. But I think it's a great starting point.
Yeah, a fantastic starting point uh, for going forward because I think Moana and uh, the draw are probably ahead of the curve as to where we maybe thought they were going to be. They're not getting touched up by 60, 70 points every week like I think people thought might happen. So I think what's really interesting about this for me is is that what we saw in the games in Suva and in Lautoka mm. in Fiji was exactly what the New Zealand teams experienced experience now. Uh, like, oh, sorry, the, the few times we went over there in previous years, right? Fatigue, they hit a wall. Games yeah. are blowouts. You know, you get to a point, and, and uh, I'm sure Ben will be able to talk about this as well. All of a sudden, the, the, the games and the, the, the oxygen level and the debt you go into makes it really, really challenging to play over there. So it sounds as though we've got them. We got them? Yes. <laughs> Sorry, Goldie. Are you there? Yeah, mate. How are you? <laughs> yeah, I'm good. Sorry. My wife's away playing social basketball, and so I'm left with the three kids, and then Normally we're all good, but the the youngest has decided to kick off. So <laughs> Witching good. hour. Witching hour, mate. Look, I appreciate you yeah. joining us, mate. Look, I just we know yeah. what's in front of the Highlanders this weekend, right? We know they've got to come to Eden Park and they've got to take on the Blues. But can we revisit 2015 when the team took its run to the title on the road? Is, the, is that the mindset you'd like to think the Highlanders are going to take into this weekend to start with? Yeah, like I, um, I know the Highlanders will be pretty disappointed with how we probably performed in the weekend against the Rebels. And I actually, I quite like the 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 fact that we're underdogs. We're a bit of a chance to go up there, and the, hopefully the Blues are um, getting a wee bit ahead of themselves on 13 in a row, and we can go go and uh, sort of disturb their uh, their party that they want to have up there. We're quite nice. <laughs> We have had a text come through from Ted who said, my game plan to beat the Blues, start Fakatava and Frizzell, attack the edges of the ruck and wall, create confrontation, upset their rhythm. Yeah, I think uh, from when I've seen the games against the Blues, I think the big one's going to be physicality. We need to match their forward pack for physicality to start with um, because if they get a roll on there and they get their backs into the game off the back of their forwards, then we'll be in a bit of trouble. So I think... Yeah, like, um, I, I don't know how Jimmy Lynch has come through from the other day, but it might allow someone like Shannon Frizzell um, to play. I heard he played a um, half a Atari the other day in club footy, so I think he might be good to go. Oh, and that's how you prepare. A half, you know, uh, in, in club footy in Dunedin, that's good enough for Super Rugby. That's I reckon you, <laughs> you, you're set. You know all about it. You've done it for, for Green Island before. That's that's just how you get out there and prepare. But if I... So, so during those weeks when you are preparing for those, when you are the underdog, and I remember this as well, was it was it that fact that did you just feel as though it was sort of just a matter of just you had to wind yourselves up up a little bit and you almost went into your own little pack mentality? Is that is that what sort of happened in two thousand and fifteen? Yeah, it was. I think um, yeah, we'd we'd actually been on the road a wee bit um, near the back end, and I, I suppose I've just been over to Melbourne, so I'd, I'd imagine I'd get back here. They'd spend a day or two um, just getting themselves right to go again in the weekend. And that, this time of the season, I suppose I've done all the hard work. Conditioning-wise, it's just making sure that everyone's across the plan and, and nailing that going into the pros and knowing uh, that coaching group, they'll be um, pretty accurate with how they want to play getting up there on Saturday night. And, and yeah, uh, I think there'll be a big point of difference around, I, I suppose we've got to have something up our sleeve and, and a way that we're going to want to play against the Blues, it's a wee bit different. And, and, and yeah, I, I just think we you know we've probably got to start really well and make sure that we we just um, put a wee bit of doubt in their mind as to 
you know, they, I suppose they've been on a bit of a roll, but um, that'll be all part of the planning for me is making sure that we, we start well. Look, there's, there's been a, a number of bright spots, you know, and, and you're always looking for those. Billy Harmon coming back, playing really well. But Thomas Umonga Jensen's been one for me. You know, we've talked about him at length. I mean, he, he looks as though he is that, that game-breaker that, that the Highlanders have desperately, desperately needed. From what you've seen and the patches where they've been good, is that going to be good enough to test the Blues? Yeah, look, I, I think if we're going to be really good in, on Saturday, we need to do it as a team. We need to make sure that yeah, guys like Thomas and Mona Jensen and, and, and those kind of guys are playing well. But I think if we're uh, as a team, if we're all playing well, I think we're, we're going to be a chance against the Blues. But yeah, everyone needs to be firing. I think, uh, as I said before, like if our, if our forwards can sort of uh, uh, match their physicality and and get you won over them there at least that'll give out the chance of guys like Thomas and Mark Jensen to you know punch holes and, and to show what he's been doing probably all season so yeah I, I think that's been our probably our big um, point of difference over the probably last few years is playing well as a team and making sure that uh, yeah we, we uh, it's, I know it's always said but it, it does start up front if we can get a good platform there then you can start to, to launch something off the back of that. Yeah, I like where our loose forwards are at. If Shannon comes back in, um, um, Marino Makaeli too, who's been doing a great job in, in recent weeks. That, that I think we've got enough there, but like you say, we're going to have to step up. The last headline I read about you, mate, was All Black's great, Ben Smith is pondering retirement. Is 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 the pondering done? Are you, have you still, are there boots still cleaner? Are Green Island going to no. possibly see you no. again? Or are you just enjoying time in the witching hour trying to put the kids to bed? Well, yeah, she's a bit of a mission at the moment <laughs> putting the kids to bed. But um, no, I, just, I think I'm going to take a month or two. I'd, yeah, I suppose you're a long time retired, so I'll see what happens. Um, yeah, I like, I've, I've just been over in Japan, really enjoyed it. Um, we were there, I was there for a couple of months, um, played a wee bit more rugby, but... Um, yeah, I was making sure that um, I've got a balance between play, yeah, playing rugby and, and the family and things like that. And Yeah, I suppose at some point I want to just follow them round too. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I'm 50-50 at the moment. I'll see what happens. It sounds like you've got <laughs> you've got one or two more games left in you. I can, I can hear you. Just don't get sucked <laughs> into those classics. Go. Don't get sucked into those yeah. classics games too yet, oh, mate. That, that, um, that Spain looked at me the other day, actually. I've watched, uh, watched that. Um, it looks like a yeah good yeah. run around. But don't yeah. don't do it to yourself, mate. A beaver came back with about a week long hangover. I'll tell you that much for free. <laughs> I think the game's the easy part. Isn't it? You're exactly, 100% mate. right. Exactly. <laughs> hey Ben, thanks yeah. very much for coming on the show, mate. Really appreciate it. Enjoy the weekend. Uh, good luck with the witching hour, and um, yeah, enjoy enjoy that Blues uh, game against the Highlanders this weekend. Thanks, Ben. Appreciate it, mate. Cheers, lads. Uh, up the Landers. And, yeah. uh, hey, sorry. Yeah, sorry, it's a bit late. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> You're all good, mate. We understand. There you go. Cheers, is Ben Smith with us. This has been Super South seven thirty. Chiefs Mana up next. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com.